DrDental.net. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where Wednesday is mug day with $7 Cousin Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, CMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Number two, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you for another hour. Trent's play of the day. Circus Sports sponsors it, it uh, or those. Uh, it's coming up here at about 10, 11.50. Uh, we will hear from David Kaplan. Off to Chicago we will go. The latest on the Bears. But we begin our number two with our friend John Bowencamp. He was at the Hawkeye Media Avail yesterday. Got home in time to watch the Dodgers and the Mets, which was a thoroughly entertaining uh, baseball game. Hello, John Bowencamp. Trent and Ken, how Hi. are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Wasn't that a great game? Just sending a message on who the best is. You know what? It truly was. It was a really good game last night. So did you watch the Dodger feed or the Mets feed? I didn't watch any. I was actually covering volleyball last night. Oh, I, was watching, really? I was watching the game on, on um, with the MLB game day. Gotcha. So I, 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 the the internet there wasn't very good enough to get the video in, so I just had to watch the game day update. Well, I will be. I would be hard pressed to say that uh, I have seen a closer celebrate the way Jake Reed did. <laughs> Uh, after, I mean, he's 29. He's been a back and forth. I think he got called back up yesterday to the bigs yep. and yep. got the save. The first save is his career. And he'd been a Met in the past. Boy, oh boy, did he let loose. That was some emotions. Anyways, great game. They'll oh, yeah. go out again tonight and look forward to it. John, let's go to the, um, uh, let, let's go to the press conference from yesterday. Let's talk to okay. this about Trent. And you've been covering, uh, Farron since he got there. He opens up way more now than he ever did. Don't you think that he's kind of uh, not taking us fully behind the curtain, but at least we're getting a little bit more of a peek than we once did? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, It's funny because a lot of times in those press conferences, you tend to kind of drift off, you know? And, I mean, it just goes so long, you know, and, and, and you kind of drift off. But he really, you, you really have to catch some things. You know, he will let things slip that, you know, that, that maybe in the past he wouldn't have done. So, you know, it's funny because you, you really got to pay attention. Sometimes I'll be looking through the transcript and I'll be like, oh, yeah, he did say that, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, he does kind of open things up a little bit. I, you know, I One of the best exchanges yesterday was they were asking him about you know, one of the offensive linemen he could play. Why wasn't he on the depth chart? And Kirk's like, well, he was on the depth chart. No, he wasn't. He goes, well, he should be. You know, so you know, just things like that. They, they they can be very entertaining. You know, sometimes when you listen to him, and and so yeah, he does kind of let some things get out that that in the past maybe he wouldn't have said. One of my biggest takeaways of what he said is it looks like an incredibly long rope for Spencer Petras. Yeah. This was not a close battle. This was Spencer Petras' job. It's something we speculated about. It's scary for my position, but this is Petras' job. How much leash after hearing that yesterday? I mean. How bad does Petrus have to play before we'd see Alex Padilla? I think really bad. I mean, I, I, I think, I, you know, I again, because I, I always, whenever, you know, I talk with people about the quarterback, you know, whether it's just random fans or on here or whatever, I always say we're not at practice, so we don't see what, you know, they see. 
So obviously they've seen something that says to them, this is our quarterback. Now, again, like I said, you, you're going to have, I, in my mind, you still have to see it in game play. I think you still have to see that improvement. But for now, it's his job. And, and it sounds like it's his job unless, you know, something goes wrong. And I, and I, and so, I mean, there, there's, you, I, I think you have to have a, if you, if you're going to make a quarterback choice, I mean, I think you have to have the public confidence in that choice. But at the same time, I do think he really does feel like this is their best option right now. So again, we're going to see when we get into gameplay. But but I, I think he just what he's seen says to him this is his best option right now. Over under Keegan Johnson receptions on Saturday two and a half, um, and I think a lot of people might take the under. There, there's something clearly lingering there. We, uh, it sounds as though there's no way Regani's going to be back for Cyhawk. No, uh, John, this is alarming. Uh, the lack of the lack of depth, quite honestly, uh, that they're going to start the season with at the wide receiver position. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I mean, uh, it's you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, Keegan Johnson is on the depth chart, but then you know, there, he kind of you know, Kirk said something yesterday, and 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 maybe I I maybe I misunderstood a little bit, but somebody said so. There's a chance he'll play, and he goes like, yeah, there, there's a chance he'll play, and it's like. So in the back of my mind, I'm now thinking, well, maybe there's a chance he won't, you know. <laughs> so, I, 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 you know, again, maybe there was just kind of that miswording, you know, on Kirk's part or whatever. But, yeah, it is concerning. I mean, I because I, I really like Arlen Bruce, and I really like Keegan Johnson. I really like what they can do. But if beyond that, what do they have? And so I think that's. Again, among the things we're going to learn about this team in the month of September, we're going to learn who their receivers are, and we're going to learn how how deep or not deep that room is in the next few weeks. But yeah, it is a little bit alarming, I think. Speaking of depth, we certainly know they have a lot of depth defensively, and especially on that defensive line. Eight guys listed, and among them, Aaron Graves was not the true freshman that looks like he's going to get some playing time. Training wheels are going to be off for Graves, and also what, T.J. Hall, the cornerback, he's going to be out there, and Xavier Wampa. Are those the three? Anybody else out of the true freshman you anticipate we're going to see more than just the four games this year? That seems to be the three that we're going to see. Again, now, you know, whether somebody emerges here in the next couple of weeks, I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I, I think with, with the Aaron Graves thing, I, I think we're going to see him a little bit and then I think we're going to see him a lot as the season goes on because I just listening to Kirk talk about him at Kids Day, listening you know just to whatever he said yesterday, um, he really likes him. And I think if he shows early on that he can handle you know a game situation against you know different players, different schemes, that sort of thing, you're going to see him a lot more. I think he's just I think he's an incredible talent. I think they know that. I think they want to see what they've got in him the first few games. And then I think maybe then you'll start to see him more and more. And I think it's the same way as Xavier Nwampa. I, I, I really like him. And I really, I really liked what I saw in Kids Day. I know what he's done in high school. Okay, what does he do here in the first few games? If he shows he can handle it, you're going to see him a lot more. I think that's just the way. They're going to test some guys early to see what they have. Brody Breck is going to run out of the tunnel at some point as a Hawkeye. Will he ever run onto the field? I I think so. And he I mean, will. yesterday, yep. I mean, there was a question yesterday about him, and and it made well, you know, he's in the mix. You know, mm-hmm. again, he's he's a little behind because he did have the hamstring issue, but I I think he does. And 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 I mean, if he's healthy enough, maybe he plays a little bit on 
on Saturday. Who knows? You know, I mean, I think they're going to try to find a way. Again, all bets are off in that wide receiver room, and I think everybody's going to get a look. And I think if he if he's ready to play and he's healthy to play, he's going to be out there. South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits are very good, very talented. They've won a national championship. They've been one of the powers of the FCS. They won the COVID year, right? They did, yeah. 2020 in the spring season. North Dakota State, they're kind of their own level, but South Dakota State is right behind them. ton of Iowans also on this roster, including a kid from Solon. You know it's going to be excited to run out huh, and play at Kinnick that? Stadium. What more do you know about this South Dakota State team? Oh, I've seen them. You know, I've seen them so many times, you know, covered the, the Valley mm-hmm. and, and over at Western Illinois. And, and they're just so fundamentally sound. And John Stiglmeyer is as good a coach as anybody. In, in at the FCS level, and he's as good as any coach in America. And I mean, when you've been at a program as long as he has been, and had that much success, that's that's a program that's got a really good culture. You know, I I go back to that 2021 season. They played 25 games last year. I mean, they played 10 games in the spring and played 15 in the fall. Um, that says these guys are really ready to play, and they they, they know what they're doing. So this isn't going to be an easy game. If it is an easy game, it's a really good sign for Iowa because that's a really good South Dakota State team. But I don't think it's going to be an easy game. It kind of reminds me of uh, 2015, Illinois State preseason number two. We pumped them mm-hmm. up, I remember, all during that summer in Iowa. Went on, demolished them, and mm-hmm. of course went off to then, a pretty good season. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> exactly. Didn't end well, but it started. <laughs> started well. great. Indeed it does. No, but I mean, they were, they're, they're just so good. And I mean, and, and, and I mean, when you look at that poll, it's North Dakota State's one, South Dakota State's two. And, and I mean, it, it's, you know, they're, they're, in my mind, they're 1A and 1B. I mean, I just think they're that talented. And, you know, and, and that league is so good. That league is very top heavy with talent. And um, so I, this is this is not going to be an easy game, I don't think. And like I said, if it is an easy game, it's a good sign for Iowa in my mind. Boy, indeed it is. You know, there's a kid on the depth chart behind Riley Moss. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'd never heard of the what? kid. The kid with the long name, uh, Des Fernandez. Yeah. Did he play last year? Uh, I think maybe he did on special special teams, teams? Mm-hmm. but I know, but I know they they've always been really high on him. And I know that, that there's been a – and I mean, I think he's a kid that just worked his way into this spot right now. And, again, that's a, that, that, that back half of that defense is just very deep, and it's very young, too. I mean, there's so many guys there that we're going to be hearing about. So, again, I, you know, they're, they're just going to be throwing guys out there on defense. They're going to be throwing a lot of guys out there on defense, and I think it's going to be kind of fun to watch because I don't think there's going to be a really much of a drop-off in talent. One thing uh, I've noticed and heard a couple of the offensive linemen yesterday talk, and these guys are getting bigger. Jennings Dunker, he's up to 325, he says now. You know, 315 at a couple of spots. This is going to be as big of an offensive line as maybe Kirk has ever had. Is this something with the new offensive line coach, George Barnett? Is this a shift in the philosophy a little bit of what they're trying to do along that offensive front? What do you read into that, this offensive line being as, as big as Kirk has ever had? It's a, it's it's a little bit. I, I think it is to the credit of, of the offensive line coach, but same time these guys are also getting old. I mean, they're they're maturing. You know, somebody said something yesterday about Connor Colby. You know, didn't recognize him. Mm, and I mean, it's yeah. a year older. It's a year older. You're a year into that program. You know, you're you're you know you're a year more into that program. You're getting. So I mean, I think it's, you're seeing the work 
behind the scenes really pay off with these guys. And I think it's just the fact that they're maturing and, and getting older and then knowing what it takes to be an offensive lineman at the Big Ten level. They know they've got to get stronger and bigger. And I think it's it's really paid off in the work they put in. Who leads the team in receiving? A, uh, you can take Laporta. B, you can take Bruce. C, you can take the field. A, B, or C? I'll go with I'll go with Sam Laporta. Trent, I, I just think I just that's just my thought. Okay, Trent Laporta. I, I think he's yeah. going to be the guy that leads them. Number two might be a bigger question. <laughs> well, it's got to be Bruce if it's not, doesn't I, it? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I want to see. I want to see how they use him on Saturday mm-hmm. because there was a question to him yesterday, and he said, "Well, I can't really say anything." Because there was a discussion oh, okay. of, you know, how are they going to use Maggie? Because I can't really say anything. Oh. So let's see. Let's see what they do. But, again, they may hold some cards back until you get later in the September as you get in Big Ten play on what they're going to do with him. But they may be trying something with him that, that you never know. Those yeah. tricky so. Hawkeyes, look out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the top secret stuff they're saving for later on in the season. John right. Bowen Camp. John, great stuff. Uh, did we watch, or did I watch, and you follow on your uh, your computer while covering volleyball, the two best teams in the National League last night? Braves oh, yeah. maybe have an argument, maybe? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, but I, I mean, it, we can say two best, but it was like clearly the best, and then that one that like kind of maybe... You know, the little pretender there, but I think we saw who the best team was. DeGrom tonight for the Mets, correct? Thank you. Yeah, you know, that, that, that's a good to get a look at him so that, that, that they can <laughs> knock him around then when we get in October. So, you know. Yeah, Anderson versus They won DeGrom. 90 games it's and it's wild. not even labor. It's just so. incredible. They just yeah. seem like if there was a higher league, they'd be in it. They really do. I said I said the other night I was watching highlights of the Triple A team. I thought the Triple A team might win the NL Central. Swell, but um, anyway, so. <laughs> ah, the Cardinals got a little bit of a pulse. The Redbirds are coming on. Redbirds are coming on. A different level. Yeah. I agree with you. A yeah. different level than the Dodgers, and then maybe yep. a gap to the Mets, and then a gap to the uh, other contenders. Matt Brady. Oh yeah. Uh, John, thanks for doing this. Appreciate. It. We'll talk to you in the weeks ahead. Thanks, John Bowencamp. All righty. Have a good one. Yep. You the same, John Bowencamp. Aka Nation, and of course covers the uh, games uh, for the uh, for the Associated Press. Yeah, so do you heard of that guy, the the the, the corner? So Des he Fernandez, is not a richer by the looks of things. He's not. So this is another one of the Phil Parker specials. This was a guy that he loved as a defensive back. He yeah. was under recruited, lightly regarded. I believe they beat out two D two schools in Michigan for is him. that right. didn't even have. Not even Kent State or you know <laughs> Miami of Ohio had offered. Uh-huh. It was a couple of D2 programs. Phil loved him, offered him. Obviously, uh-huh. he accepted, and here he is again. He's a wizard, Phil Parker. He is an absolute We've wizard. we got two really good coordinators in the state defensively. We really we do. We really do, don't yes. we? Um, so let's talk about next week. Just We haven't even seen week one yet. Right. I know the numbers, what is it, seven, seven and a half, somewhere in that vicinity? It's funny you mentioned that. I was texting this morning with Chris Andrews, the sportsbook director yeah. at the South Point, and he said they still have the lineup. They're not going to take their games of the year off until basically Saturday morning. They'll take them down uh, when the games start. But they still have the Cyhawk lineup. They have it at seven. Remember, Chris was the one that had this up towards two touchdowns. No, he was big. I, I, I thought he was right. And everywhere else has been around that touchdown number. I saw... I'll bet River still has it up. They have it at six and a half currently. Okay. I think FanDuel has it at six. Do they have a total? Does anybody have a total up? 
Oh, that's a good question. I hadn't looked at that part. I'm going to guess it's low, though, if it is, right? I was just going to say, Trent, this game is... 42.5, something like that. 17-13. <laughs> that's what Honestly. you're Yeah, yeah. We have so many questions offensively about these teams, mm-hmm. right? All right. Iowa State's offensive line, I was receiving court. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, is Jirel Brock ready for prime time? Is it going to be and, running back oh, by, by the committee? way the quarterback? I think Deckers is. You think so? I think he is. You're buying in. Mm-hmm. I saw enough of him last year. Right. That's fair. I mean, it's not, yeah, right? it's not like we've never seen him play before. All right. I'm scrolling through here looking for Iowa, Iowa State Week 2. Totals, uh, totals low. I mean, 40 seems like. No total. In fact, they're five and a half right now at FanDuel. Are they? Down to five and a half. That was one that was up at a touchdown uh-huh. at one point, too. Yeah. I mean, when we go back, we first started talking about this game, and we didn't spend a lot of time in February or March, but mm-hmm. at the time, I remember thinking I was going to blow them out. You did? Yeah. I thought that Chris Andrews, when he put the number out, I could see what he was thinking, because I was that way. Then the more I got into it, no, that's way too many points. I think this could be a, it's a coin flip game. That close. Because of the lack of receivers for the Hawks. What? Jack Johnson and Alec Wick doesn't exactly scare you? I'm not killing those kids, Trent. But as you said yesterday, they were good high school players, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And they walked on at Iowa. And I hope they have terrific careers. Exactly. And we're talking about these kids. Can you believe that this kid walked on? And look what he's done now. Um, I, I hope that's how it turns out. I like both of the young running backs. Mm-hmm. I think the offensive line, yeah, they lose a generational center. Um, Logan Jones is going to be good. I think he is too, but it, and I think the offensive line is going to be good. You have questions with the quarterback. I think deep down inside, I do. I'm rooting for him. The things, and I just heard it from Bowen Camp there. I understand. He looks, we don't see practice. I get it. Practice is different than football games. Mm-hmm. And we have two years now of evidence Spencer Petrus is not good in football games. Mm-hmm. What's going to change? He looked great. You remember that bill of goods we were sold before 2020? That this guy... When he was throwing against air? He was the air apparent. That oh, this, before that. There was oh, not a competition. After, yeah, yeah. This was his job, which never happens under Kirk mm-hmm. Ferentz, ever. And it was his job. Mm-hmm. And he gets it and he's... Not much of a drop-off from Stanley. That's what we heard. Uh-huh. And it didn't prove out to be anything close to the no, case. No, it hasn't yet. Well, last year, you know, there, it was 2020. There were weird, weird circumstances. You just wait. It was even worse last year. Well, and, and my, my take was, well, he lost those two games. The bowl game and the Michigan game were canceled. He would have had an extra couple of steps in his development if sure. he had played in those games. Okay, Miller, so that's what you were selling last year. How'd that work out? They don't have to go to a random park and throw the football around. They're back in the complex. They can do all the things. Everything was going to be great. And he stunk. Mm-hmm. What's changed? He's learned how to put the bad plays behind him. That's what we learned In yesterday. practice. In practice, yes. He, he hasn't done it in a game. No. I hate to keep harping on this Trent, point. what but you're doing is not unfair. It's not. I don't hate the kid. I, I am rooting for him, too, because from everybody that has had any interaction with him, it's all positive. It's a great person. Trent, he's missed the media every single week. He's and he takes a, a lot of arrows. He's just not a good quarterback. And that's what I keep coming back to. Hope for him, root for him, do all those things. Be optimistic, and you can be optimistic. That's not me. That's not how I'm wired as a sports person. I can't shake the pirouette spin against Nebraska with no pressure and throwing one of the worst interceptions. I can't see him stiff-legged trying to get to the outside. His inability to move inside the pocket. Not run. Tom Brady knows how to move in the pocket. 
He has no idea. The pocket so presence. You're saying that Brady's more fleet no, of foot. Well, he is. I mean, he, he, because he at least knows how to move. Spencer Petrus does not have that. He has, and I don't think that's something you can coach. Pocket presence is something is innate that you either have it or you don't. Spencer Petrus, I don't think has it, and I don't think he'll ever be able to get it. Eleven twenty-five. We'll take a timeout. We'll head to Chicago, where David Kaplan will join us next. We'll get out the shovels, throw some dirt on the White Sox season because it is over. But the good news is the Bear season starts next week. Trent, oh, you want me to go down that road next? No, uh, you, you're you're even you got a little positivity in I your do, voice when I it do. comes to the Bears. I think you're buying in. I get it. It's gonna be it's gonna suck this year. They're not gonna be good. No, they're not. But, but they could be fun. The quarterback takes a step. Mm-hmm. The offensive line takes a step. That young defense, a couple of pieces couple of players. that they got late in the draft. Yeah, that uh, you're hearing some good things about. And oh, by the way, you're going to get a really high draft pick, and you don't need a quarterback, and there'll be a lot of teams that do. One more? Oh, you've got $120 million in cap space, more than the other 31 teams in the league? Why wouldn't you want to go to Chicago? Bear down. Miller and Condon, back with Cappy. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. No. Uh, looking forward Who to is that. Is that Roberts with the car? I don't know. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> the wait's almost over. A new football no, season. That wasn't bad. I've been working on it. Football season is here. Out of a mirror? Uh, no, no, okay. never do it. No, no, don't want to look at my ugly mug doing that. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings giving you new customers out there a can't-miss offer. It's an easy one. Bet 5 bucks at any football game. You get $200 in free bets instantly. How about this for us existing DraftKings customers? This is opening night next Thursday, a week from tomorrow. Yes, the curtain goes up on the NFL season, the Bills and the Rams. Everyone can experience the thrill of this early win promotion. What does that mean? If you bet on the Bills or if you bet on the Rams and they get up by seven points, your bet cashes at that particular time. That's it. Get up seven, your account gets credited. Whether the team that you bet on actually blows the game, you still win. Love that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code KXNO and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Again, promo code KXNO, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-DETAILS. Is now the best time ever to own a single-family rental home in Des Moines. Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. And I'm here to tell you, housing prices are falling, but rents are rising. And with low inventories, they're stronger than ever. What does this mean for you? It's not always a seller's market, but it is always a renter's market. Especially when you hire Renner's Warehouse to manage the process for you. With selling, you never know what you're going to get. With renting, you can be confident in your ability to earn monthly cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits for the long term. And with Renner's Warehouse, you can sit back and collect the money. Tenants, they find the best. Rent, they collect it for you. Maintenance requests, they handle them 24-7. All for just one low monthly flat fee. They'll even warranty your tenants for free. Don't sell. Cash in and rent your home with Renner's Warehouse instead. Find out how much rent your home can get by visiting renterswarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 
The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for com for details. Sports Station, 106.3 KX and O Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors our weekly conversation with the Cap Man. He joins us right now. In fact, uh, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 is getting a double dose of Cap this week with us now. And to help Chris in the first week of the afternoon drive, KXNO Drive, uh, with uh, Sean Roberts and Heather Burnside, Cappy will be with that duo tomorrow at about 3.20 uh, on Thursday. Cap joins us. Cap Trend Ken, thanks for coming on, buddy. How are you? I'm good. What's up, boys? How we doing today on a gorgeous Wednesday? Indeed it is. Uh, likewise here, weather-wise. So let's start with the good before we get to the baseball teams. <laughs> and the good is that the the Bears are, I mean, everybody's at the same point, right? But, Cap, I have to think that there is some optimism, not on this year. Uh, I think, I won't speak for Bears fans, I'm not one of them. But it seems as though that, you know what, realistically they know that this probably is going to be a baby step type of year. But that proverbial light at the end of the tunnel is getting closer. Is that how you see the start of the season? Uh, yeah, if you're going to take the you know 38,000-foot view of this hovering around over Chicago and the Bears fans, yes. If you are what I think are some delusional fans that call in on my radio show <laughs> like this morning, and the guy said we have top five defense and top five special teams on the Bears right now. And they're an 11-win football team. Jesus. I, I hope he's right. Guy named Lee Allen. I hope Lee Allen is right. I just don't know what he's looking at. There were 73 players under contract the day Ryan Poles was announced as the new GM. There are 22 of those left. Wow. Mm. He didn't have a first-round pick. He didn't spend any significant money in free agency. So where is all the talent that uh, what I think are – Fans, fanatics, not analysts, looking at, they've got a very suspect offensive line. I hope Braxton Jones, a fifth-round pick, is the guy. I'm just not convinced he's the guy today, ready to go, or he wouldn't have flipped to the fifth round. Let's assume that he, everyone else in the league missed on him, and he's a really good player. Where are the impact receivers that we have? Other than Darnell Mooney and maybe Cole Komet from the tight end position, maybe. Please tell me who else is catching the football. I love Justin Fields. You guys know. Mm-hmm. I said the day they got him, that night they traded up, it was the most exciting moment in Chicago sports since the Cubs won the World Series. And everyone will mock me and laugh. It's stupid. The Bulls <laughs> went to the playoffs. Yeah, they got knocked out in the first round. The Bears had the double dunk. Yeah, guess what? They got knocked out in the first round. Justin Fields is going to be a 
star in this league, and I'm pretty convinced it's going to be in a Bears uniform. He just doesn't have enough around him right now. You'll still be able to see, though, that development this season, even with not a, a great supporting cast, just those step forwards. There were there were some rough times, but you look towards the end of the season, the last, I think it was four games of the year, he was a top-ten quarterback by QBR in the NFL. The The positive signs are certainly there developmentally. How about the Bears, too, keeping 13 rookies? You mentioned didn't have a first-round pick, 10 guys they drafted, three undrafted guys, and it sounds like Eberflus, he, he's, he's not scared to play these youngsters either. If it's a close one between a veteran and a young guy, looks like he's willing to hear year one, we're going to play the young guy. And they still have the ninth oldest team in the National Football League. Do they really? That's wild. Ninth, go, go look on it when you're done with me on Spot Track. Okay. And they, if you click on the age portion of it, they will show you that Tampa Bay has the oldest roster, Detroit has the youngest roster, and Chicago is ninth oldest. So there's still a lot of work to do. Cap, I know that it's, uh, I mean, we haven't even had a regular season game played yet, but is there, um, I mean, I guess when it comes to Matt Eberflus, is there a uh, a chance that he's significantly better than his predecessor? I mean, does it look as though, you know, from what you've got to know about him and, and how he's developing the team and his trend set, he's willing to play young guys, uh, is, is this might be a significant upgrade? I think it absolutely could be, especially if you factor in not just him, but Luke Getze. Like, Eberflus, Alan Williams is the D.C. in title and in pay, but Eberflus is going to have his fingerprints all over the defense. Offensively, he's taken more of a CEO approach. I watched it when I was at training camp, where he's there, he's watching, he'll make a point or two, but it's Luke Getze and Andrew Andrew Janoco, the... Now, obviously, Matt has to sign off on whatever they're going to do, and he's going to have a headset on and hear every play call. And if he decides, no, 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 we're not throwing it here, we're running it, it's his call because it's his record that's on the line, not theirs. But this offense, I think, is going to be markedly cleaner to watch. We've seen it in the preseason. Now, everyone is going crazy because Justin was awesome the other day against the Cleveland Browns. Let's not forget... There was no Greg Newsom, first-round draft pick a year ago, starting corner. Denzel Ward, top six draft pick three or four years ago at the other corner. There was no Miles Garrett, the single best pass rusher other than T.J. Watt in the league. There was no Jadavian Clowney, and I believe there were two others defensive starters missing. So it's going to look totally different when Braxton Jones has to deal with Nick Bosa and Fred Warner and all these other dudes on San Francisco than it looked the other night. That said, the operation looks way cleaner. It's been 72 years since Sid Luckman departed Chicago as a player. Justin Fields, it all goes right this year. He looks great. You know you have a star in waiting. Bears fans have been waiting for a long time. I'm 42. I've been waiting my whole life. Gap, you're a little older. You also have been waiting your whole life. If they proved to have the guy this year. What is Chicago going to be like knowing that finally they have a quarterback? Oh, man. If we wake up <laughs> at the end of the year and go, all right, whatever the record was, whatever they're, whether they're 17-0, and 0, whether they're you know, 5-12, and 12, which is where I've picked them, 6-11, and 11, mm-hmm. that sweet spot right there. If we know that's the dude, like the other 
Uh, in fact, it was today on my show. Guy called in and said, because people have had this take, you can't be a 4-13, and 5-12 team and know that your quarterback's good enough. And I disagree yes, I vehemently. Agree with you. Go back and look at the Sean Watson's numbers when he threw for 4,800 yards. And his team went, I believe, four and twelve. Mm. And I think he had a great touchdown interception ratio. Like he played great, and they were four and twelve because they had so many holes all over the roster. I think that could happen here, where Justin lights it up. There'll be a game where you go, "Whoa, they won at wherever, New England or Green Bay," and then they're going to lose to the Jets on the road, and everyone's going to be like, "What? What happened?" There's just not enough talent, and that's the problem. So you've got to get more talent to hold the other team down from scoring. I don't know how they're getting to the quarterback. And then you've got to get receivers. You've got to upgrade your offensive line. Any more, we'll bear, any more Bears, Trent? Uh, just real quick, Cap, before we get to baseball, I was asked to ask you this, and I think I probably know the answer. Um, uh, how much uh, Northwestern, uh, did you field any Northwestern Nebraska calls after the uh, Northwestern win in Dublin uh, this I past weekend? I every play of the game, and we have not gotten one call. I didn't think you would. <laughs> just call it. It's a different world. It really is over there. So let's get to baseball, Cap. Uh, seems like we can get out the shovels right and go ahead and bury the White Sox and, and probably Tony LaRusso's managerial career. Um, it, it sure seems like it's over, Cap. Both of them. Uh, why do you say that? I just don't think that the, the, they don't have a pulse right now. There's just something missing. You can't get swept by the Diamondbacks. You can't blow the game of the, the other night against the Royals. Yeah, you finally scored, but you gave up a boatload. I, I just don't think that there's any way you can reignite this White Sox team. So, are you telling me you think they'll fire him? No, no, no. I think he does what I think he actually does. Reinsdorf a favor and says, "You know, I'm going to make it easy on you, my friend. It's it's time. I'm not getting through to this team. You've given me a couple of years to do it. I just think he walks away on what will go down as a disappointing season. Uh, maybe. I mean, he didn't manage last night, which I found really curious, odd. You know, there was no the statement was. On the advice of his doctors, he's not going to manage tonight. He'll undergo more tests today, and we'll wait for word. Okay, we have an in-house feed over at NBC Sports Chicago. I'm sitting at my desk preparing to do unfiltered. And our in-house feed, the camera happened to be trained on, like, short center field, like left center. There's Rick Hahn, and there's Tony LaRusso. Hmm. And they're laughing and, you know, just like two buddies BSing, just having a good old time. And they're pointing at different things on the field. And then Tony did his media availability. He was fine. And then in the middle of my show, the last segment is something called To Cap It Off. And I will riff on whatever it is. Well, in my ear, my producer goes, "Um, we got breaking news. Tony's not managing tonight. Doctor's orders or doctor's advice. And I'm thinking, he just did his media availability. He was fine. I just watched him laughing with Rick Hahn. He seemed fine. So was this something that came on suddenly in his office? He got light. I don't know. And I would have thought that the White Sox statement would have said, you know, Tony experienced dizziness or Tony took ill. All it said was on the advice of his doctors, he's not going to manage. So if there's something to this, then I think you're right. There could be a strong chance 
that at the end of the year, he's like, look, I just, it didn't work. I appreciate Jerry for mm-hmm. what he did. I'm going to be a special assistant. I'm here. If they have any questions, they're going to get a new voice. I don't know if that's going to be the case because I can promise you this. Jerry Reinsdorf will never fire Tony La Russa, ever. Mark that one down right there. David Kaplan joining us here, presented by Centurion Stone of Iowa. Uh, Cap, Lucas Giolito struggled again. He was good to start before against the Orioles, but his home ERA over his last nine starts is 9.00. Lucas Giolito, when they got him, people thought this was going to be an ace, a top-of-the-rotation guy. What's happened to Giolito? I don't know. That's a great question because, you know, they were running the ads for guaranteed rate, the mortgage play, mm-hmm. and it said, Lucas Giolito in 2019, this dude was the worst <laughs> pitcher in the yep, league. I remember. 2020, he was an all-star. Maybe it was 2020 to 2021, whatever it was. And then, you know, there's Lucas and pitching, and he looks amazing. And then the White Sox offer him a four-year extension this past offseason Fifty million dollars, and Lucas is uh, no shot, not sh- not signing it. I'll bet on myself. And then they have to go to arbitration with this dude, mm. and they settle like right before the hearing. They were fifty thousand dollars apart. Okay, the White Sox may not be the value of the Cubs, the Yankees, the Dodgers, or the Red Sox. Fifty thousand dollars—that's a freaking beer stand for one game. Something's not right there. How you could? L- alienate your best pitcher. That's what he was. He was your opening day starter. He was an all-star. Over 50 grand, and now he bets on himself, turns down $50 million for four years. I don't think the White Sox would sign him to that deal today. I don't. Would you? Uh-uh. I wouldn't. Nope. So you have one year of team control left with him. What do you do with him? Do you trade him? You're certainly gonna not going to non-tender a guy who was an all-star two years ago. There's no chance he's not in his late 30s. He's a young man. He's got good stuff. So they, they're they in a tough spot here. One year of control, and then he walks away for nothing, or you extend him to a deal he wants, or you let him just pitch it out, and you try and trade him at the deadline next year. Like It's a really bizarre situation to me. Uh, Cap, uh, 320 or 325 better for you tomorrow with Sean and Heather? 320, 330 would be better. You got it. I will uh, let them know. I'm sorry, say again? Breaking up. I just lost him. Yeah. You there, Cap? I'm right here. You broke up. What what did you say? I said whatever time they want me, they've got me. Uh, awesome. That's great. Thanks for doing that for uh, for Trent and I. We appreciate us. Uh, we're being good team players here, and uh, they're anxious to talk to you, Cap. Um, good stuff, Capper. Take care, bud. Have a great day. Enjoy the weather. Go get a milkshake at the Drake Diner. <laughs> Boy, see you, Cap. David Kaplan uh, from Chicago, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors. There you have it. Uh, three twenty or three thirty tomorrow uh, with the KX and O Drive. Sean Roberts, Heather Burnside, taking you uh, home from three until six. Take our break. Yeah. Circus play of the day. Ready for it? Are you? Oh yeah. What did you do yesterday? Two and two. Two and two. All right. Let's have a winning day today. Hey, still up on the, the week. water. Yeah, we're making money this week. Indeed you are. Miller and Condon. Back Only with our Wednesday. Final... <laughs> it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.6. Slash radio. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today 
gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know, companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to wolfroofing.net. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com. Meadows. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. All right, we're quickly running on a show. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, 106.3 KX. You know, a couple of things. Waivers, uh, the players have been assigned. Alex Leatherwood, former first-round pick, is a Chicago Bear. Mm. Kellen Mond is a Cleveland Brown. Oh, that's an interesting one. The Vikings were going to bring him back if he cleared waivers. He did not. He did Maybe not. they can get Josh Rosen. Well, he's, he's available. <laughs> he is indeed available. Let's make some picks. Let's do it. We got two here today. Back to the well again. How are the Astros only minus 133? I mentioned it yesterday. Just a short price here. I'm going to lay it again with the Astros this afternoon against the Rangers. And give me the Dodgers. Plus 148 against the Mets. I know it's DeGrom. Plus money for the plus, Dodgers? Not just plus. Plus 148 at Circa. Yes, please. Dodgers. Murph and Andy at one. The Fanatics. No, it's not the Fanatics. It's the Kexano Drive with Sean and Heather. That's at three. And then Hawkeyes, uh, Leistikow and Company tonight. Hawk Central at six. See you tomorrow.